No worries, guys. No worries, guys. Because everybody's equal. That is so true. Everybody's on a level playing field. You're knocking out of the park. Okay. All right, now, what did we just get through watching on YouTube, and why did we decide to do this podcast? Well, we didn't even finish the video. Oh, man. It was, uh, what is it, Common Ground is what it's called? Common Ground. My first time watching. Yeah. It's kind of unbearable. Yeah. Do they usually, is it always the same type thing where it's like... Well, yeah, nobody ever lets, it, the video never plays the people discussing things enough. It'll have like one person from each side say one small little comment and then it'll cut to the next question. It's like, I want to hear more about it. Because what ends up happening is somebody's an idiot and they say something that makes no sense and then they don't let anybody re- respond to it. And then it's like, oh, next question. It's like, well, that was a stupid freaking thing. I want to hear what somebody has to say about that. Go ahead. okay yeah so this one was capitalist versus socialist and so they try to they put these two groups and then they make a a statement like competition one of the statements was competition always makes people brings out the best in people and then so there's three people in the communist group there's three people in the capitalist group and it's like if you agree with that statement then you come forward and you talk about it right yeah 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 Yeah, so they did a bunch of different statements and uh the capitalists were making some decent points, blah, blah, blah. And then the communists made their same old... Communists, socialists. Same difference. <laughs> oh. Okay, so they, then they come forward and they make their, their points. And it's kind of the same talking points we always hear. And so I want to know, is there some legitimacy to their comments? Oh, boy. To their here's... reasoning, to the way they think, is there some legitimacy? Okay, uh, here's what I'm going to say about that. Uh, one of the things that one of the guys said, which honestly I kind of feel for this guy, and I do kind of agree with him on this, is he said, look at, like, you know, when you go into a Starbucks or a McDonald's or whatever, the workers are working. Now, this is well, not here's, true. Well, here's, here's the, here was the statement. It said, does everybody have equal opportunity for success? Yeah. Which I think, yes, everybody does. Or not equal opportunity, oh, yeah. said opportunity. Yeah, yeah, opportunity to be successful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I think that's a no-brainer, yes. Cause yeah, I think it's a no-brainer. If you're just talking about opportunity, yeah, if somebody really wants to do it, they can do it. Uh, but yeah, you it, always hear stories of people who grew up in some crap situation and get out of it. Yeah, yeah. But this one guy comes in, shots fire, and talking about... All right, he literally said, are you effing kidding me? Yeah, and his people example, that agree with that? Yeah, and his example was freaking Starbucks. No, 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 no. The fat guy's example was, they have to worry about getting shot by police. Are you Oh, uh, yeah, that it's was like, the only thing he could say. Idiot. He's like, there's some people in this country who simply, because they exist, yeah. have to worry about life, yeah. about living their life, because of various reasons, but police officers killing them. Yeah. So that was just freaking stupid. But uh, anyway... Okay, let's... Okay, that comment. So let's talk about that one. Is there legitimacy to the the police argument that there is a a group of people who have to worry and can't be successful because police are going to kill them? Uh, From what I've seen from the statistics, I would say no. Uh, What you're looking at is you're looking at numbers that are legitimately borderline like snake bite related death numbers. I mean, that's literally what these numbers are. It's like very, very rarely somebody's going to get killed by a cop. And when they do, it's like, oh, okay, yeah, it happened. But does it literally mean that you have to like, oh my gosh, they're going to kill me. If I go out to the party tonight, I might not come back because a cop will kill No, that's not what's happening. 
They want you to think that's what's happening. But in reality, people, especially people of color, are being killed in very low numbers. Maybe about, I don't know, 400 deaths a year. So in the entire country of America, you're looking at 400 people getting killed a year. Yeah, that's a lot. And, and let's and let's be real. But let's the, yeah, let's be. But the real. amount that are getting killed for just walking down the street, literally doing nothing, is probably one. I don't know. I yeah, could, I could imagine. Well, if it happens for somebody doing nothing, you're gonna hear about it. Oh uh, yeah, you're gonna hear about and it. And there's gonna or, be a trial. Well, and, yeah, and, that's, and so how many times does that happen here? Once, uh, twice. I've only seen it happen one time. And where it was legitimate though, where it was like, okay, this cop's legitimately messed up and murdered. Oh uh, yeah, only once. It was the guy that was in the car with his girlfriend, and the cop was just. Oh like, yeah, 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 yeah. I saw. Like that, that was yeah. ridiculous. But that's the only one I've seen. All the other ones, the guys on the ground or something, and he always starts like moving around, and it's like. Don't have to move, you idiot. Or Just running. stay on the freaking ground. Or there's something shady going on yeah, with it. Exactly. There's always something there. It's never just like, oh, he was existing and he got shot and killed. Yeah, but they'll existing. use they'll use this argument. Like a socialist will use this argument to be like, this people is being systematically oppressed yeah, yeah. by the system. Yeah, exactly. Um, and numbers don't back it up. They do not. What back does it. back it up, and here's what I think boils down most of their arguments, is emotions. So you have these massive trials that get blown out of proportion on every news outlet about somebody getting getting uh, getting harmed or something, uh, and, and and it was wrong. Like they'll take that scenario and that'll be blown up, and they'll they'll start a campaign justice for the person who got attacked. And it's like yeah, this was bad for this person that it happened, but then with that they quote statistics on minorities getting shot by police like every one of those that was killed by a police officer was just as egregious as the one that they're showing yeah. all over the news. Yeah. Exactly. So then they're using yeah. so they're using the emotions of the <clears throat> one actual real one. Yeah. And then making it painting a picture like all the other ones are just as legitimate as that one. Yeah. Because so it's not factual based, it's emotionally based. Yeah, yeah. Cause they're gonna throw up things like, oh, in X amount were unarmed black people getting killed. It's like Okay, yeah, they may have been unarmed. I'm not saying they're not. But what were they doing? I need details. Yeah. I don't need to just know that, oh, they're unarmed, which means that they were literally doing nothing wrong now. Because every case is individual. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you can be throwing punches, and technically you're unarmed. Yeah, But yeah. you're throwing punches. It's like, okay, yeah, don't kill the guy, but guess what? Don't have to throw punches! Yeah, like the case where the kid was being, uh, it was something like uh, a Quiznos or something. He's in there... Uh, causing trouble and the management had to call the police to to get him thrown out of the place and then he was being a punk to the police officer and like resisting and the cop got fed up with it and like slammed his head up against the glass mm. do you see that Not so the only part of the video you see is the cop like getting aggressive with the guy and slamming his head up against the glass and everybody's like how dare he this is a teenager he was like 18 yeah. years old or something so it looks bad when you just see that, but it's like, let's look at the whole story. Yeah, yeah, for, for but sure. But they blow it out of proportion like it's some massive epidemic. Numbers yeah. do not point to the epidemic. Uh, uh, okay, so another one of their points was uh, they were talking about, oh yeah, the equal opportunity. It's like uh, everybody has opportunity for success. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about people in America, and they were like, no, I've been to a, to a restaurant or to a Starbucks and I've seen how hard those people work and they get paid nothing, man. He was like, if, 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 if their car breaks down, they're done. If they get sick, they're done. Acting like their life was completely over if they got sick and if their car broke down, they had no means of, of getting to their job and their entire life was over. Yeah. So is this, 
So he's saying basically these people who work these lower wage jobs have no chance of ever being legitimate. Uh, these low paying jobs are keeping them in a system a system of oppression. Okay, I'll say this. Uh, I this is the area where I kind of agree with the guy because uh, these little jobs I've worked these jobs before. Okay, now luckily I was working these when I was like a teenager or in college, so it wasn't a big deal. But uh, they're yeah, so miserable jobs, dude. You've worked this job. Yeah, I've worked. You've these worked jobs. these. Yeah. Uh, okay, I've worked these. Jobs. Yeah, they're you, miserable jobs. And they do feel like you're, they're holding you back because you have to spend so much time there to get any kind of money in return. And then finally when you get that money, it's barely enough to pay the bills, so you got to keep going back to work. And before you know it, you have nothing going on in your life. You have no chance to do anything else other than that bullcrap job. So what do you think? I don't know. Um, I, think this this is, I think this one's every bit as, as BS as the uh, police brutality. Okay. And and this is why. Because I worked the job. I worked at Hardee's for a while. Yeah. Guess what? I don't work at Hardee's anymore. Yeah. I worked at Winn-Dixie for a while. Uh, guess what? I don't work at Winn-Dixie anymore. And in both of those jobs, I was a very good employee. And they moved me up and wanted me in more management type positions and moved me around and wanted me in more departments doing more things. So if even if I had have stayed at Winn-Dixie, I could be a manager now making more money and managing subordinates. So I could have made more money. But these people, you got to manage your money too. And uh, so if you work at a fast food restaurant and that's what you're going to do, what do you get paid? Like $9 an hour maybe? Uh, fast food? Yeah. I was getting paid about... Uh, oh, honestly, but yeah, but that, now minimum wage is eight something, no. right? Has it gone up since I left? I don't know. I was getting... For an eight-hour shift when I was working, after tax, you get 50 bucks for an eight-hour shift. After tax and everything. 50 what were you making? Seven an hour? I think it was seven fifty. Seven fifty? Yeah. Uh well the anyway, these jobs to me are not meant to be career jobs. Mm. And that's why most of the time you walk into McDonald's, it's young people or extremely trashy people. Yeah. And but, so if you go into McDonald's, you're probably gonna see a lot of trashy people. You go into Chick-fil-A, you're probably gonna see a lot of people who are gonna do something with their life later and they're just really young. In college or High school or some or some position like that. And if you're at one of these jobs, better yourself and then get a better job. Actively seek employment somewhere else that pays a higher salary. And if you have that on your resume and you've been a great employee, you can move on and get to somewhere else. Literally every friend of mine I know started out working one of these jobs. None of them work these jobs anymore. Because they all saw themselves as more legitimate and worked their way until they got to something better. And a lot of those people... Had to pay for their own college, start out, take out student loans for their college. A lot of those people had to do those other pathways. It's not, it's not a bad thing that this place offers you employment. It's a good thing. So you can have some money while you work your way to something better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it is true. Um, everybody that I know that's worked that job is no longer in that job. Uh, which means you can clearly get out of that yeah, job. Yeah, it's not like if you're working at McDonald's, you're destined to work at McDonald's and there's no way you can ever get out of it. If you're better than McDonald's, guess what? You're going to end up somewhere better than McDonald's 100% of the time. Would you see my brothers when they work those those little jobs at the fast food restaurants? Did you see them as, oh, they're better than this, they're going to get to something better? Or did you see them as, oh, yeah, this is so sad that they work here and have to take wages here and they're going to be stuck here forever? Uh, yeah, Southern was better than... Yeah, and the people you see who do get stuck in these places, what kind of people are they? 
They're lazy. Yeah, usually, <laughs> usually they're unskilled people. They're trashy. They uh, don't have any ambition for their lives. They're usually that type of person. If you have ambition and you have drive and you want to get out and you want to better yourself, you can do that in America. Yeah, but the problem uh, with America is um, when you do seek these better jobs, because you know for a fact, you have a lot of people that you went to high school with that are in, yes, better jobs than McDonald's, yeah. but their jobs still suck. It's like some factor where you're making like 12 bucks an hour and it's like, this blows. Yeah, but you got to just find what fits for you. I wouldn't work. I would work at a factory type, type job. In fact, I did work at a factory type job, but that was a bridge to my next job, which is very enjoyable. If you're not happy somewhere, actively seek something else that's better for you. And you can do that in America. Okay, but do you think... And you the think- wages, the, it's not really necessarily quality of, uh, oh, I'm so happy at my job. Because guess what? If their little socialist society existed, there would still have to be people to work these jobs. Yeah. There's no way around that. You have to pay a wage for people to do that. But if you're no, working, if you're winning, working no, like a Honda... they're the job to pay like 15 But they're mad because people don't make enough money. Mm-hmm. And so we we can all agree that the the low wage jobs are low skill jobs that are meant for you to get out of that one day and get into a higher paying job. That's what they're yeah, there for. Yeah. If if you make McDonald's pay fifteen sixteen dollars an hour, they're just gonna have a robot order system where you order. Yeah. So you go on a higher paying job like a a Honda, where you work in a factory and it's kind of miserable work. Do you feel bad for those people? Uh yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't want to work there, but guess what? They're making $50,000 a year. Is that poverty level pay? Uh, no. No, and you can do <laughs> you can do a lot with that. In America, if you're born in America, you're the top like 90% of the wealth in the world. And people are sitting here worried about, "Oh, there's some people who are oppressed and need blah, blah, handouts in America." It's like, I've got no sympathy for 90% of the people in America who want to talk about we need socialism or we need communism or we need to help people out and give things to uh, Americans. Or they talk about women's rights. Okay, yeah, that's another point. Let's move. So then they always... <laughs> so to me, that one's complete BS too. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I mean, you throw out a lot of good points that I really cannot disagree with. Um, it's just, I don't know, I do find it to be like, yes, you can make good money in these little bullcrap jobs or whatever, but I do feel really bad for a lot of these Americans that are slaving away in these bullcrap factories and like they have no free time they have no vacations they have nothing they're just like going home to their bullcrap if they here's have what girl, here's what usually happens though with those people who get stuck in the rut of being in that because these are the people from high school who did it my high school they were the guy who knocked up the girlfriend early yeah like in high school even or right out of high school they knocked up the girlfriend had a couple of kids so then they were like, shoot, I need money. And so they jumped on the factory job. And then all their time outside the factory job was worried about the family, like keeping up with that. And so 100% of their life became that. And they just never had the ambition to move on towards anything else. Yeah. And those are usually the ones that get stuck in like the job where they're, their hourly wage where it's like, oh, yeah, I'm making the $15 an hour and I'm excited about it. Oh, I pushed overtime this weekend. You know, those, those, the people who do that, it's usually because it's self-induced, like with their life. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they I think... seem to be okay with it too. Uh, they get it like when I catch up with some of them, they'll talk about it, 
And they'll be like, yeah, man, 17 an hour. It's a good gig. And they'll talk about it like that. I'm like, geez. But, it, but unlike you, like I hear about it, I'm like, that job sounds depressing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but to me, it's, it's nothing to sit here and be like, these poor people like in America struggling. No, I mean, when you compare it job. to the rest of the world, yeah, you're right. But when you compare it to like an Australia or um, I, mainly Australia is the one I know about because I have friends from Australia that talk to me about it. In Australia, I mean, you're making, you, it's almost impossible not to be rich there. Like, it really is. You can work at McDonald's and you're probably going to be pulling in like 35000 a year if you're full-time McDonald's. You can like, do that in America. No, you cannot. If you, now, this is like standard. Like, this is not like, oh, you're upper management. This is like, oh, you're a guy that works there full-time. Mm. So I wonder what now, the cost of living is like. Uh, I mean, the cost of living is going to be a lot. But that's yeah. another thing. In America, you can... Cost of living, if you want the most comfortable lifestyle, if you want to live like a middle-class American, it's going to be pretty expensive. But guess what? If you want to be smart with your money, and let's say you've got crap nothing and all you can get is some little crappy job, you can be smart about it and be able to save money even at the lowliest of jobs. Mm, when we were in college... Not much money, though. Well, we... Yeah. But anyway, we need to get on to the next one. Mm. Uh, okay, yeah. So the one I want to go to is the women's rights thing. So they think we need government to come in, make laws, almost like... Uh, Wait, were they saying that? Yeah, they want... That's uh, what they want, dude. And they want, uh, like, um, oh, what is it? Affirmative action, yeah. where it's like, oh, there are laws for this. Like, you have to hire so many women, you have to do such... So, there are laws for this. Yeah. So they're always, so the, they're always pushing this agenda where it's like, women are being systematically oppressed by men. Mm. And uh, so is there legitimacy to this argument? Um, hmm. I think to this argument, wage gap, no way. Okay. Here's, here's what I think about the employment, uh, in America, certain jobs are going to house more, uh, a certain gender than other genders. And that's just the way it's going to be. Flight attendants are going to have more women. Mm. Uh, nail salons are going to have more women. Barbershops are going to have more women usually. But then there's always a lot of gay guys in all those countries. Okay, yeah, there are. There are a lot of gay guys, but there's still way more women. I would say for probably every four women, there's a gay guy. Four women, gay guy. And it's catered towards that personality where it's like, okay, the careers that are going to yeah, this yeah. are definitely going to be feminine, yeah. like that type of person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I it's agree. like, you know, in the men's field of work, it's like road construction, men. Sa- sanitation, men. These are men's jobs. And you probably got, in both those scenarios, like uh, the factory type work, the construction work, you've probably got, for every 10 applicants, 10 people are applying are men. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. in the other jobs, like the nail salon, uh, and for every 10 applicants, 10 of them are probably very feminine. Yeah, yeah Woman yeah. or yeah. gay or yeah. something like that. There's not too many, like, straight guys walking in there who played football in high school and stuff, and are like, yeah, I want a job at this yeah. nail salon. There's probably not too many of those people doing that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think you have to look at it that way. Is It's like, it's totally normal for women and men to be more interested in different types of careers. It's totally normal. It, it shouldn't be a problem or even like a discussion. Yeah, but so, they, they will talk about the point they bring up is women with the same educational background, same job, get paid less. Yeah, no, th- this is just, uh, um, it's not true. That's the problem with this argument. It's not true. And you can, I've actually even talked to a, uh, a liberal... You know that Kirkland loser? You know. The yeah. Kirk, the one that yeah. married the guy that's trying to make her a president. Well, I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, she's a, a complete liberal. But I had this talk to her and she was like, uh, you know, she's always trying to bash Donald Trump. 
And then somehow, like, uh, uh, she did something about, like, oh, women get mistreated, blah, 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 whatever. And I was like, uh, let's talk about the wage gap and how it's not true. And then she was like, what, what do you mean, blah, blah, blah. And then, like, said a bunch of stuff to me. I was like, I gave her, you know, the, the perfect example of, like, why would you not just hire women type deal? If you're going to be able to pay them less, why not just hire women? It's a completely yeah, I mean, logical. Yeah, if, if they're argument. exactly the same skill, yeah. they do the job exactly the same as the man, but you can pay them less. Yeah, and every not company, just less, a lot less. Yeah, every company in the world is going to jump on that. Yeah, so I told her that, and then she had to admit that it was not for the same qualifications doing the same work. She had to throw that out the window because she knew it was bullcrap. So then she was like, it's not that. That's not what it is. It's uh, this, this, and this, which it's right. She was right. It's other factors. But she was saying factors that were not true but the factors that are true what well what were the factors she was saying um from what i remember it was uh things like uh women are far less likely to be given um a management position to, uh over a man blah 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 because blah, of this, that, the other. uh yeah i guess just like systematic race uh sexism within the workplace stuff like that and then she she was saying that stuff but from what i've researched and studied it seems to be that women are typically, a lot of them will have children. And when they have children, they kind of like lay back on the work scene a little bit. Like a lot of them will take time off, if not just quit completely. Or just cut to part-time. Or uh, another thing is, women are far less likely to work um, extra hours. So overtime work. Uh, men usually will strive more to do that, to like earn more money for their family and stuff. Whereas the women will be like, oh, yeah, no, that's not for me. I'm just here to get my job in and get out. Uh, and that's what they typically do. So if you factor in all that, plus the, the simple fact of like, you know, a man's going to be much more likely to be an engineer. That's just the way it is. More of them are studying that. Whereas the women are much more likely to be a teacher. Yeah. You know, compare and, those salaries. Those and I, know like this is, I know this is changing now too in the past like 20 years or so. But there's still a lot of people in the workforce from before that who were born a lot longer before that. Mm, so in, yeah. the, in the 70s when you're born or the 80s when you're born or even the 90s when you're born – it wasn't like it is today where it's like, oh, yeah, every woman's going out into the workforce. The man's going to work in the family and the woman's going to work in the family. It was more the mindset of the man goes and works and the woman does something like a little bit less. So it's like it came from there's still people in the workforce who came from more of that mindset. Yeah. yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah exactly. So you got to think that there's still a lot of people in the U.S. still working who have the mindset of the man's getting up provide and the woman's going to be like the homebody kind of. Mm. Oh, yeah. So and there's I, still a lot of that probably factored into the statistics. But here's what I'll say about it, is even if there is some little wage gap thing, let's say it's true, even if it's true, it's not a, it's not like a, a groundbreaking problem, okay? This is one of those things where it's like, if you think you deserve it, you work your butt off, and if they're not giving it to you, you go to a company that's going to offer you something that you think is your value. And so companies that aren't sexist are going to do better, and companies that are sexist are going to do worse. Same thing as sex as uh, racist. If you have a company that only hires uh, white people, but there's black people who are very qualified, overqualified, or more qualified than the white people, and that company is not uh, hiring them, another company is going to hire those people, and they're going to outperform the company that's racist. Same thing with the women's situation. So yeah, maybe let's say there was a wage gap right now. Then the free market 
those companies hiring the women who can do it better, they're going to outperform. They're either going to outperform the companies that are sexist or the sexist things completely BS and it'll eradicate itself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would... Uh, and it's yeah, the same true. thing with racism. Yeah. And what I have no... I have no sympathy for this because it's such like a a petty difference. Like they're like, oh my gosh, a man makes fifty five thousand dollars a year and the woman makes fifty three. That's BS. No, what they're saying is a dramatic number, and that's why you know it's bullcrap. Because the number they're saying is seventy seven cents on the dollar. So if a guy makes a dollar, the woman makes seventy seven cents. Which is an enormous amount. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Uh, so there's no way that's true. That's literally saying I made fifty thousand. The woman's gonna make like what thirty eight thousand. I've never. It's like ever in my life experience. No way, dude. Anyway. No freaking way. Well, I'll tell you what they're probably comparing. Well, you know this what is what they're getting the number. Well, here's what they're probably taking into consideration. Because let's think about it. All of the fast food jobs, whoever works, it's not based on sex. How you get paid or anything. Everybody gets paid the same. You get hired on, you get paid the same. It's like yeah. the minimum wage. Then you take a step up from that. Let's say you're working at like uh, any any like step up from that, like grocery store or anything like that. It's based on how many years you've been there. It's not based on like uh, anything really. It's still the same system. So it's yeah. like, oh, you've been here five years. You got incremental raises. Uh, all my jobs have never had everybody gets paid the same. All my job. Even the job I'm at now, it's based on like how many years you've been there. Yeah. Where it gets different is like executive positions. You know, mm-hmm. so what I'm thinking there is probably baked into this statistic, and this is just a, a wild, a long shot. But who's the CEO of the major companies in the world? It's gonna be me. Apple, yeah. Microsoft, Google, like these massive companies. Who's the CEO? It's usually men. Yeah. And the most massive C uh, companies pay the most outrageous number for that for that CEO. So let's say you're a CEO of a smaller company like. Uh, I don't know, or like even a company or something. Yeah, like a CEO of yeah, yeah, like uh, well, not even a hard, but a smaller company. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna pay you millions and millions and millions of dollars less per year, but you're still a CEO. You're still an executive, so I'm sure they're probably baking that into it somewhere. That's the only way you could even get anywhere near that number. Well, you know how they get the number, no, right? God, you haven't heard this. No, please don't. <sighs> The number is uh get gotten. Here's what they do. What what they're doing is they're saying, okay, we're gonna take women and men and we're going to see the average for the women and the oh that's the insane yeah that's what they're doing and that's where they get that's the that's completely insane yeah and that's where it's just complete crap but what they're, they're not they're not making it clear to their little liberal counterparts that they're trying to like spread the propaganda to so all they're saying is women get this much for doing the same work men do that's what they say but that, that's not true at all because what's happening is women are teachers women are not engineers women are not doctors a lot of the times there are some women are nurses Men are doctors. So it's like, when you add up this crap, then it's like, okay, the men are working higher paying jobs. The men are not having kids. The men are sticking to that same job for like 40 years. Yeah. The women are not. Obviously, the women are going to get paid less yeah, if you average ridiculous. it out. That is ridiculous. So yeah, and I actually argued that with a, lit, a hardcore liberal in Thailand one time from America, and she legitimately just denied, 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 and would not give me one ounce of reason or anything i was just like why i gave the little thing where it's like why would you not just hire women and she's like no it doesn't work that way i was like well, why would it not work that way and she was like look it just doesn't it's like well you can't give me a reason why it wouldn't you idiot yeah and that's the thing a lot of these like uh to me more 
the, the liberal issues, the lefty issues, are all based and all their arguments use such emotional... It's so emotional. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, women are mistreated, minorities are mistreated, yeah. they're racist, they're sexist. It's all, like, this emotion behind it of, like, yeah. anger of this mistreatment. Yeah, and I think that's where you see the big difference between uh, liberals and conservatives is the conservatives not sitting here saying, yeah, F women, I don't give an F about women. What they're doing is they're saying... Oh, okay, well, before let's make a decision on it, let's look into the statistics first and really make sure everything's as you say it is. Where the liberals just go, what? Oh, so you don't, oh, you don't mind that they're not getting paid less. Oh, okay, and they try to make you like an evil person, but it's like, no, I'm not saying that they don't, but I would like to look into it. I'm not just going to jump on the bandwagon mm -hmm. one. Yeah, let's go protest without researching anything. It's like, no, I'm going to research, you idiot. And when I research and come back with the information, then I'll make the decision. But I did the research, I realized that the wage gap is bullcrap. So okay, yeah, okay here's another one, dude. What about the perception that the left is the only person who cares about homosexuals and the right hates gays? What do you think uh, about that? Uh, what I, so this literally this is legitimately a, like a... Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so... Because this is legitimately an argument. Like, this is what people think about Trump is that he hates gays. Yeah. Like, this was propaganda that was thrown out there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that argument right there, I think what that comes down to is, um, I think a lot of conservatives are, you know, wholesome value people when it comes to like family values, traditional marriage, stuff like that. I think a lot of them are, most of them are, mm -hmm. um, which there's nothing wrong with that. And they're not necessarily, oh, we hate gays. They're just like, yeah, I'm not going to go to a march for something that I believe is wrong. Um, it's not that I, that I hate the people. I just, I'm not going to go support them. So I think that's what you're getting at. And they, they see that as, oh, you hate them. Oh, how dare yeah, you Yeah, it's kind them. of the thing where it's like, if you're not with us marching and posting the rainbow flag on your social media, then you're against us. Yeah, exactly. And then they treat you like you, and so then that's kind of how they pin it on conservatives is because anybody who's in politics and they're not sitting there, I don't even know what gays are advocating now. What are they advocating? Uh, I, have no idea. I don't understand why this is still an issue, even. Well, I think. That, can't you get legally gay married and everything? Yeah, you can do all that. I think the main thing they're going for now is um, they're trying to push the pity party of, oh, I'm bullied. I'm oh, maybe guys. that is what it is. And that's their main thing. But I think a lot of their praise is just like celebration, like, gays kick blah, 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 like that. Yeah, but it's just. It's this, I don't know, it's one of those things where it's like, uh, I think conservatives are like, this is not a real issue, no. like, you're gay. I'm not going to sit here and be like, let me parade around with you yeah. and celebrate your homosexuality, like, I'm going to worry about a real issue. Mm -hmm. Again, I feel like it's one of the more emotional-based arguments, where they're like, gays are being bullied, and conservatives are like, I just don't see it, let me move on to something that matters. Yeah, and in my opinion, I think uh, most, uh, probably the, by far the majority of the liberal politicians, the one reason that they'll like show up to these little gay parades and crap and like give a speech or something is not because they want to do that. Oh, like, I guarantee, yeah, they don't want to Yeah, but do you that. could say that, you could say conservatives go to like factory worker mm -hmm. areas and give a rally because, yeah, yeah, not yeah. because they really care about the factory workers, they want the vote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, Same yeah. thing with liberals, though. Uh, okay, so dude, what's are there any more arguments that they throw out there that are just like, oh, this is gonna get them? 
This is gonna get uh, is this the um are we just pretty much doing libs? <laughs> yeah, libs, but is there truth behind their arguments they use against? Um Okay, what about their uh let's see, liberals views on Okay. You know, oh well you know that that would be the obvious one, the immigration. Okay, yeah, uh, the, immigration. the border, the wall, all that stuff. Uh so with immigration, what they're pretty much saying is just let them come in, get their legal citizenship, and they can be a part of our country. Why would you deny them that? That's, like, not not come in legally, come in illegally, and then start from there. So instead of deporting, just kind of let them stay and become a citizen, because they're already here anyway. Why not? I think most of this one comes down to a, uh, a conservative is in office, and so whatever decision they're making towards this, they're going to be pissed off about it. Yeah, yeah. And so then they try to rally people against whoever's in office. I think that's yeah. what it comes down to. Because if you've noticed, they've gone so much more extreme since uh, Obama left. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. That? And that I saw uh, statistics on that where Obama actually deported like millions more than uh, Trump has. But nobody yeah, said a yeah, word yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I um, think this is just liberals like they don't really give a crap about this situation like as far as the politics, but they know their emotional base will get all fired up and emotional about it and give flack to the, whoever the leader yeah, is on yeah. the public side. Yeah, exactly. So then they just try to use that emotional argument where it's like he's splitting apart families and blah 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 and he's evil. Yeah, because that's why you're starting to see this extreme uh, left um, push. By the liberals, it's like, you know, the Ocasio-Cortez is like your new left-wing person. Whereas before, that would be seen as like a socialist freaking lunatic where it's like, what are you thinking? Well, it's now gotten to that point because that's what happens when you got to like go against everything Donald Trump does. you got to start getting really extreme to be like different than him. Because he's going to be doing one thing and it's like, you know, it's not good enough to just say, oh yeah, uh... Well, yeah, I don't support illegals because it's like, well, Trump's saying he's fine with immigrants. Yeah. But he's saying he has a problem with illegals. So what are you going to say? Oh, uh, yeah, okay, okay, I guess I agree with him on that. No, you got to disagree. So you got to be like, well, you're F it. Just let the illegals in. Why do we need a border? And that's where they're getting to. So it's like they mm. got to go to this extreme just to make sure they're not on par with Donald Trump. Yeah, and it creates, it creates a uh, country half full of complete hypocrites. Mm. Uh, and that's another problem. Me and Nathan were talking about this, uh, about why people will like somebody and then have to agree with everything they do or dislike somebody and then have to attack everything they do. Yeah, yeah. And so I feel like with Trump, you have that to the extreme where it's like there's these people who uh, don't haven't liked him since the beginning because all their like, racial stuff they claimed about him yeah. and all the sexual misconduct crap that came out. Uh, they just hated him since the beginning. So now everything he does, they just have to hate. Mm. Oh, he wants better trade deals with China? I hate it. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Why does he say he's an isolationist? Like, I hate him. Yeah. Or, oh, he, he doesn't want illegal immigrants coming into the country? No, screw that. We need open border. Yeah. And so it just makes him complete, like you said, extremist. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's scary. It almost seems like you're better off with the left wing if an Obama is leading the country, because then at least they're going to not be extreme. They'll stay modern. Uh, I mean, they'll stay moderate left wing where it's like, oh, yeah, no, we understand we got to protect this country and its borders. Yeah, we understand that, obviously. But if Trump's in here, it's like, 
to heck with the borders. To yes, heck with it's, yeah, it's just constant yeah, anger. It's, it's just they've got to be mad. What about this. what about in America that uh, there's too many wealthy people and they're holding down the poor people, and uh, poor people can never get up because there's too many wealthy people, and we need to take away their money and give it and spread it. Yeah, I think that just comes back uh, to. A lot of what we were saying about the the low paying jobs, because the poor people, like we said, they're usually poor for a reason, because they probably aren't very good at like working. Yeah, if you have that's the thing like it, that. in the system we have set up. If you have skills, there's somebody who wants to pay you for those skills. Yeah, yeah. so you're probably poor on your own. Uh, that's that's on you. Yeah, or you're part. like Obama phone lady. Yeah. And, and I mean, I get it. You know, you're you're born into a family that has no money. You you have no resources to help you out. I get that. But even then, it's like you're gonna you're not gonna be denied a job from a McDonald's, okay? And where did I start? I started at like a, a similar McDonald's place, like Chick Fil A. And it's like I didn't get anybody helping me. Like, oh, Patton, oh, we're gonna buy you a car because this is what you need to get to work. It was like. No, it was on my own. So yeah, and I, yeah, I think I, I think the mentality, like the old American mentality, where you don't get handouts and yeah. what you get, you get on your own. Yeah, yeah. It creates a much more well-rounded person because mm. when somebody just hands you something, you don't appreciate it, and if it breaks or something, you lose it. Doesn't hurt you. Mm. You know what hurts you when you worked at freaking Chick Fil A for six months or a year, and you've saved up a bunch of money, and then you have to go. Hand that over to somebody to yeah. buy your first car. Yeah. Then you're driving your first car. Like that's your baby. You're gonna appreciate. It. You're gonna take care of it a lot more than you would if it's like, oh yeah, my parents are wealthy and they're just handing it to me. Yeah. Yeah, and I'll say this. I know this is off uh, away from what you just said, but I agree with what you just said, obviously. But uh, this whole little like, uh, yeah, I know. Yeah, Pat, I realize nobody paid for your stuff. But come on, I mean, you're white. That you know, you're gonna get better opportunities. Mm, that's that, another that, one. See, Let's move on. Now, Let's transition this, into that. This is one of those things where it's like, no, no, dude, no. Because here's the bottom line: if you're a black guy and you're like, yes, sir, uh, yeah, so here's my resume. I've done this, this, and this. Uh, you know, I'm really excited to work here. You're getting the job. They're not gonna say, oh my gosh, you know, he's a great guy, but good gosh, he's black. I just can't do it. Yeah, no. They're not gonna say that. They're gonna be stoked that you're a legitimate black guy that they can freaking hire and be proud of. They're gonna be stoked for that. So just don't be a freaking idiot, and I guarantee you get the job. And then once you get that job, you'll be in the same shoes I was in. You'll move up, you'll move up, and eventually you'll get somewhere. But it's like, don't sit here and just be like, yeah, but you're black. Come on, man. You're going to get the... It's like, no. Yeah, I think the or problem... Right, okay, well, what about the argument where it's like, why should I have to change my culture and who I am to be able to get a job? Oh, that argument? Here's why. Because your culture is filled with murdering each other and drugs and uh, rapings and theft and all this crap. Do you really want to be a part of that? That's not a good culture, no matter who the freak you are. Well, here's what I would say. <laughs> I wouldn't go so extreme. <laughs> I would say, uh, yeah, I do expect you to change when you come in for a job interview. Because me, even though I'm a white guy, when I go in for a job interview, I'm wearing a freaking suit, tie, I'm going to look fresh, fresh shave, haircut. Even if that's not the way I just want to walk around yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. I'm changing my appearance to look better than I actually am so I can walk into a job interview I'm going to talk better than I usually yeah. talk I'm going to be more energetic more enthusiastic I'm going to be the best me possible when I walk into that job and that's not the me that's sitting around hanging around in the house Yeah, that is so I'm going to be like true. no you should change you should put on the, the pants that aren't super baggy pull them up put a belt on wear a nice shirt wear a tie you should do that Yeah, you should shave you should look clean cut 
Yeah, it's true. Uh, because, like you said, yeah. I mean, you have to do it. What, you think you're walking in there in these clothes? No way. Like, yeah, they're a big, uh, no big company. I can't get the job. No way. And, and that's the thing. Whenever I go into job interviews, I haven't been in an interview that's legit yet. Now, I have been in one for, like, a university situation where it was like, uh, yeah, you know, you're going to be expected to dress up nice, stuff like this. I didn't say, to heck with that, I'm going to do what I want. Uh, I freaking dressed up. I didn't want to do it, but I did it. And it actually yeah. rained that day, and I was on my bicycle. I shut up freaking wet as anything. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I look like an idiot, but I made the attempt. And for that, I'm sure they appreciate it. They're yeah, like, and, it's, it's, and it shows it. a certain level of, uh, I don't want to steal this from the ADV guy, but uh, <laughs> it does. It shows a respect for the people who you're going to see. Mm. You're yeah. like, I respect you enough that I clean myself up, I put on this suit, and I look nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, I went through the trouble to do this. Yeah. You show up in baggy sweats or something, it's like, you didn't respect me. Yeah. You never respected me. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's like yeah, I do expect you to change your appearance when yeah. you go on a job interview. I would do it. That's equal level. That's level playing field. Yeah. And yeah, I agree with you too. Earlier, what you said is it's like you're not going to not get the job if you're if you present yourselves very legitimately. It doesn't matter if you're Indian, Hispanic, black, white. It does not matter. Yeah. People act like it matters. It does not matter. Oh yeah. And, and if you don't get the job. It ain't because you were black, okay? It's because maybe you didn't, you just didn't get it, man. Yeah. I've, I've not gotten jobs before where I was like, Ugh! and it sucks, but it's like, what are you going to do, man? Somebody else got it. I don't know. Screw it. Uh, move on to the but next the, job. Yeah, the way, it's, the way the emotional argument has been towards uh, the black and white situation in America is that a black person has been fed a lot of this propaganda about like the white man's holding them down. So if you, let's say you're a black guy and you feel like you legitimize yourself, like you put on the suit and like you look nice and you walked into the interview and you gave your best self and you're like, man, I'm perfect for this job. I think I own that interview. But it was a white guy interviewing you and then you end up not getting the job. What they, what black people think now in America is I didn't get that job because he hates, he hates black people. Like that guy's a racist. So then the first thing that comes to her head is this guy's a racist. Yeah. Which is not good. This is not good. You just assume that person is a horrible person, mm. like a terrible person. You're assuming something very, very bad about this guy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that is, yeah, that's messed up, man. And it's because... messed up because we're not, there's no facts to back that up at all. Mm. It's just something you think in your head, and now if you say it about this person, you're defaming him and making him look terrible. And so that's what we get in America a lot, is these people who, they'll use a situation like that and then call somebody racist. It's like... Now he's got to defend himself, and it's like he didn't even do anything. Yeah. There, what if there's a person out there who is a who is a better who was a better um, candidate than you for the job, and they hired that person simply because they had more a better resume or something? But no, we go straight to the racism thing, mm. and I think that's a product of all the emotional arguments that the left has like propagated into into our social environments, and it's yeah. uh, so I think that one's. Yeah. I don't know. I think that argument's BS, too. What, what about this little argument? And this, honestly, we'll have to wrap up in a minute. But uh, what about this argument that people will make? It's women and really any minority. But women are not minorities, but whatever. Uh, but is the, yeah, uh, what's up with that? Women yeah, act like I don't they're know, They're idiots. Because, I don't even know. Anyway. <laughs> this little argument that they have where it's like, you know, I realize I got to work twice as hard to get what the white guy's getting. You know what I mean? I mean, we're just, it's the way it is. We got to work twice as hard to get, you know, something that a white guy just was handed to him. Like, what are your thoughts on 
them oh the yeah, privilege what, being well it's just like them like they understand they can get somewhere in life but they just know that they gotta work much harder than the white gotta get there all like, I know is and I know nobody will take this as a credible source mm. because I'm a white guy but I've never witnessed it in my entire life yeah Somebody who just really worked hard was a black guy and was just held back because there was a white guy who was a candidate for the position. They always just gave it to the white person who was who was not as valuable. Yeah, I've never in my life, not once, ever seen that. Oh yeah, neither have I, man. Uh, I'll say this actually, and this is what I have experienced. But I'm, I mean, having said, I've never seen. I'm sure it has happened. But the argument from the left is that it's an epidemic and it all, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not an epidemic. No, it's not. And, and here's the thing, man. Um, I've experienced a lot of black guys that I went to school with or whatever that did work really hard and were like really good people. And all of them ended up being very, in my opinion, very successful people. You know, they have their master's from a major university or something like that. And it's like, they're doing big things. Let me Once ask you this. Let me ask you this in America. When have you ever seen somebody that really worked hard, was in a, a, just a phenomenal person who was like, dedicated themselves to whatever they were doing, and when have you ever seen that person not be able to succeed? Uh, never. 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 And that's, that is the world we live in in the, in the West, in America. If you're that type of person where you work really hard and you want something really bad and you're dedicated and you're motivated, you're going to get it. Yeah. That person always gets it. Yeah. Always. Regardless of color, regardless of race, regardless of... Uh, sex, they get it. Yeah. And if you look at that, then there's no systematic oppression in America. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think you get to the problems when people look at the work that those people had to put in and they don't want to admit it, but they just don't want to work that hard. They don't want to admit that, but it's the truth. They don't want to work that hard. So it's like, God, I want what he's got. Yeah, I see what he did there and got that, but gosh, that's too much work for mm-hmm. me. And then they just like, oh, but what the problem is in with the West? Actually, are we wrapped up now? Uh, no, I mean we can you say a couple more things because this is a very big thing. Uh, yeah, okay, go, go ahead. Okay, well the the problem in the West is that all these arguments from the left, they don't help out or make you want to be that guy yeah, that we just yeah. talked. About. Yeah, yeah. They want to tear down that guy. They want to build up, they want to, uh, they want to incentivize people who are lazy and trashy and not skilled. Mm. And they want to take away from the person who works really hard, went out and got and earned everything that they have. They want to take away from that guy. So you're incentivizing bad behavior. Yeah. And, and, and this is so true. Uh, what, what you would get, like, let's say for example, you had a really successful black guy who's like a doctor He's, you know, he's a professor at some huge university and he's going to speak somewhere. If that guy, if they were to say, hey, uh, so can you tell us a bit about like how, you know, you being African-American was like, you know, difficult to overcome this, that and the other with the racism in today's society. If they were to ask him that and he said, oh, it wasn't difficult. I just worked hard and got it, blah, blah, blah. They guarantee they'd be like, oh, and like they wouldn't want that guy to give that message to anybody. Well, it's going to be, well, it's going to be completely disrespected. By everyone on the left. Yeah, yeah. By everyone on the left, they're like, screw And this the guy. problem is, the right's not emotional based enough to come out in the droves of support like the left is. They yeah, just like, yeah. oh yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah. And then they move on with their life, they probably aren't even going to talk about it, and they go back to work. Yeah. But the left will see somebody like that, and then just like, tear them down, try to tear them apart, and... Yeah. Even, even so small as like, 
a black guy supporting a Republican or being like, yeah, I'm a conservative Republican. And then black people are, oh, like uh, when RG3 did it, and then yeah, black yeah. people were like, no, we're done with him. Like, he's not with us. Yeah. And all he did was say that he was a conservative. That's it. Yeah. But then he's disowned. He's not a black person now. He's not legitimized as a black person in your eyes now. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's bad, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, golly. Anything else, man? Anything else you want to throw in there? Well, Last we could second. talk about, uh, the freedom of speech thing that's going uh, completely short. But we've already talked yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, we did. All right. So that's going to be it. I guess this podcast went from the video that we watched to just like liberals and trying to see their... Yeah, because they kind of started out as socialists, but yeah. I guess just lefties. And yeah. Things. And, uh, you know, trying to see where they're coming from and if it's legitimate or not. I think uh, we pretty much summed up that none of it was legitimate. (laughs) 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 That's the way it is, man. All right, so that's going to be it. Sorry, this is a long episode. We will try to keep them shorter. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.